Send your best troops to Scarif. Send the whole rebel fleet if you have to. We need to capture the Death Star plans if there is any hope of destroying it. Rebellions are built on hope. Rebellions are built on faking Star Wars radio. That's right, it's another great episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. And we've come out of lockdown with bleach injected and all kinds of crazy masks covering every orifice to bring you another great episode of Faking Star Wars Radio. My name is Storm Duper, and with me today is Teeb Rontor. Teeb, how you doing? I am sexy as ever, but I do need a haircut. Yes. How has the galactic uh, pandemic affected you other than your hair follicles? Well, it's interesting that you mentioned many masks because I, I actually have a mask for every sphincter on my body. and it's, <laughs> All 12 it, of them, it, huh? Yes. And it's kind of, it chafes a little bit, but you know, the, the different materials, I've gone to different places to get the different fabrics. And uh, so far, I'd have to say that the sandpaper is not a win. Chafing, huh? Well, you must have been the one stockpiling all that single ply then. I, I'm i not going to comment on that. <laughs> we also have in the studio today Mr. Vegan the Hut. Vegan, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Now, have you taken the opportunities to shed a few pounds during this pandemic, Mr. Hut? Um, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I... Had my kids scrub uh, my underbelly um, to kind of wear them out before bed, but um, and that always brings off a couple pounds. But uh, no, I've been I've been eating like a pig. Is that right? All right. Well, if you're just uh, tuning with us for the first time, this is Faking Star Wars Radio, and one of the uh, bits that we love to do is the duel of the fakes. Duel. It's been a while since we've played Duel of the Fakes, but hey, that theme song always triggers a Pavlovian-like response in me whenever I hear it. You're not the only one. What's with all the pooches, Teeb? Did you become a dog walker during the global pandemic? I learned to cross-stitch myself, thank you very much. Well, the missus and I adopted a few rescue animals. Aw, that's awesome. I've always dreamed of having a bunch of dogs playing Duel of the Fakes with us. Sort of like the classic dogs playing poker painting. Just imagine. imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. Nothing to kill or die for. Nothing to kill or die for. Nothing, nothing to kill or die for. Only we're all wearing masks and gloves while we're actually sitting six feet apart. What can I say? I'm a dreamer. Hey, hey, can you pass the hand sanitizer duper? I think you missed a spot. Ah, dude, that cannot be good for the eyes. Hey, one can never be too safe. Well, now that we're all sanitized, let's get to playing Duel of the Fakes already. In case you've forgotten, or maybe this is your first time playing along with us from home, here's how the game works. I'm going to highlight three Star Wars news stories that focus on this episode's theme, which is hope in the time of coronavirus. Then Vegan and Teeb, and anyone playing along at home, have to try to determine which of the three stories is actually true. 
So two are genuine fake news stories, but one is a bogus fake, just pretending. Got it? I'm all clear, but in these difficult times, can you please go easy on us? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit rusty. By the way, sweet Corona cut duper. Not sure if I mentioned it earlier. Thanks. You don't want to see the back of my hair, though. It's straight up Joe Exotic looking. Here, kitty, kitty. All right, get ready, fakers. Here goes the first story. To help fight the spread of COVID-19, Her Universe, the fashion company run by Ashley Eckstein, has created limited edition Star Wars masks. Eckstein, who's known for voicing fan-favorite character Ahsoka Tano, even autographed some of the paper masks. Her Universe is donating 100% of the proceeds to the Red Cross. As of today, masks are still available for kids and adults, but only while supplies last. The Darth Maul one is amazing for your information. I actually got my mask uh, from the mask-making Marine. I got a Star Wars mask. Uh, Very cool, very cool. Hmm. Uh, You know, Ashley Eckstein, I didn't realize she also, in addition to voicing Ahsoka, had a clothing line at all, let alone a medical uh, personal protection equipment uh, line, so... I'm sure it's all NP and 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 NP5 or N, N95 or whatever the hell it is. Sure, sure. I'm sure it's no midichlorians. Sure no midichlorians can get through it all. Yes, yes. So. We don't need any more force sensitives. Okay, there's enough. This might be a good time to mention, by the way, that if you go to our merch <laughs> site, uh, that's bit.ly/fswmerch. Uh, Faking Star Wars has actually also partnered with T Public to produce some masks. We have a great one with all the faces of Rey Skywalker. And if you buy that, uh, they're donating one medical mask as well um, to to uh, charity. So that's a great thing. Get over there to bit.ly slash FSW merch for your Rey Skywalker mask. Uh, I think that's the fake story. <laughs> well, here's the second story, okay? Remember, you're trying to find okay. the real story hiding in a bunch of fake ones. I personally guarantee one of these three stories is real. The coronavirus was no match for a Montana boy's Star Wars-themed adoption. Believe it or not, in late March, a pair of Darth Vader's walked up the aisle of the Cascade County District Courthouse to the opening drumbeats of the Imperial March. And that was just the start of the ceremony for 12-year-old Alex Reyes, who was finally being adopted after multiple foster homes and a year with Pamela and Philip Reyes. One of the most crowd-pleasing moments of the ceremony involved Alex and Judge Greg Pinsky dueling in a playful lightsaber battle as nearly a dozen siblings looked on in anticipation of Alex joining the family. The hope-filled ceremony culminated with Judge Pinsky announcing, By the power vested in me, by the force, by the empire, I'm going to approve your adoption. As the Star Wars theme played and everyone signed the paperwork. Did he sound like Darth uh, did he sound like uh, Dracula like that or was it more like a Darth <laughs> Vader? <laughs> Who knows, but I mean I have to say that this sound... one is a tearjerker even if it's false. That sounded a little too genuine to me to be <laughs> to be real. Right, right. Yeah. You know Willie Bobo is one to definitely play on psychology to play on your heartstrings with these. So um, but I actually don't know which one is true yet, so I have no idea. Ooh. Here is the third story, certainly last but not least. Inspired by the nightly clap for caretakers, when people across the country honk horns, clap, play instruments, and make noise at 7 p.m. to celebrate essential healthcare workers on the front lines, 
a Star Wars fan in Oregon subverted the idea for a week in honor of the final episodes of The Clone Wars. Every day at 4 p.m., Hillsboro native Louis Papadopoulos and several of his friends would dress in clone trooper outfits and lead a clap for Clone Wars throughout his apartment complex. The week-long cosplay claps led up to Star Wars Day, when the series finale of Star of Clone Wars aired. Papadopoulos and his pals managed to get mentions on the local news as well as the Star Wars show for their fun outpouring of support for essential clones. I know Papadopoulos. Are you buddies with him? Yeah, I know his father, and he definitely has a clap. Interesting. <laughs> he has a clap or the clap. I don't want to know how you know that, yeah, that's actually. Creepy, man. You're supposed to keep six feet away from anybody during these times, vegan. What are we going to tell your wife? Okay, Hillsborough is like, that's Tampa. So anything is possible there. Right, right. So what do you think, guys? Two of these stories are certified complete banthapoodoo as verified by the labs at Faking Star Wars. But one story is true. To refresh your quarantined brains, here's a recap. Number one, you've got Ashley Eckstein making limited edition masks through her Her Universe with proceeds going to charity. Number two, the Montana kid being adopted in a Star Wars-themed ceremony, complete with a lightsaber duel with the judge. And lastly, number three, a group of cosplaying fans in Oregon who staged a Clap for Clone Wars stunt every day at four, to celebrate the last episodes of the series. What's it going to be? Oh, you, you said know? that was Oregon. You said Hillsboro. Hmm. I was thinking Hillsboro County, which is Florida. Sorry. Uh, Different Hillsboro, but you know, those people in Oregon are pretty crazy too with their wacky tobacco and all that. Well, they got the murder hornets now. I mean, <laughs> right. screwed. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to let, I'm going to let the, uh, the hut go first. Uh, it's definitely number one. Definitely number one is the the real story. Hmm. You're so sure. I have it on not? good authority. Um, you know, I may have uh, smuggled one or two of those out. Yourself? Wow. Ah, some of the masks. So ah, certain are you. Okay. <laughs> well, interesting. What do you think, Teeb? Are you going to follow in, in, uh, in uh, Vegan the Hup's uh, sloppy, slimy trail? Or are you going to... Uh, pick something different i have to say it i'm gonna go with my gut and my gut was saying the exact same thing but now that i think about it i want to be contrarian so just to not pick what he picked i'm gonna go ahead and go with the the montana boy the montana adoption all right well i can sweeten the pot for you guys if you'd like and remove one of the stories yeah remove one it's probably gonna be the clapping one okay well uh in this case you're you're right i am gonna remove the story about the hillsborough clapping that is complete malarkey willie bobo pulled that out of his lungs uh infected with slimy covid mucus that is absolute garbage Well, that's wonderful. So that that buys us absolutely nothing. So okay. Well, it Great. means that you have to decide which one of you do you trust more, and that makes it very I'm, juicy for me to get to watch this battle. I'm doubling down on my my pick. Mm. This is the thing. Vegan made it sound like he has intimate knowledge about this. I know he has some kind of insider cut here that that we don't know about. Maybe he and Willie Bobo are really the same person. I am a super fan. Would he sabotage himself though? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
All right, I'm final answers. your expectations, maybe. Yeah, and then I'm going to look like a real Jar Jar if I, you know, join him and then we both lose. So yeah, I'm going to stick with my, my gut and go, or not my gut. My gut actually says the her universe thing, but I'm going to keep my pick for Montana. Roll the dice. The chance cubes. Team, nothing can do nothing can help you. You always look like a real jar jar. Nice. <laughs> so you're sticking you with the go Montana boy jar team, jar. is that right? What's you're that? Sticking with Montana boy? Yeah, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna roll the chance cubes with Montana boy. Alright. Well, I have some information about story number one. While Eckstein has not put out limited edition gear to support COVID, you will not guess who has, but Jared Leto. Jared Leto of the band uh, 30 Seconds to Mars has got a shirt that's sort of like a font uh, based on Star Wars that says, May the Forced Quarantine Be With You, and he's using the money from that to support charity. So um, that means... Uh, Really? Jared Leto, the Joker? That's right. So pretentious. Yes, and so that means that the second story about Alex, the Montana adoptee, getting adopted by Darth Vader is the correct answer. So, T. Brontor, congratulations, you with a point. Boom, I think this boy, is the first boom. time since... Uh, Where the hell did I buy that mask from? <laughs> <laughs> from an imposter. It was, a, it was from a changeling, you know? You should have gone to the mask-making marine, man. You made some good stuff. I'm just saying. Yep, that's true. And uh, and so the, the judge actually allows uh, adoptees to themify their adoption. And so that was the that was the um, the impetus behind that. The family took a Disney trip in January, and the judge brought home all the accessories to deck the courtroom and dress it up as a Star Wars original. Um, and so, yeah, and he, he said, the judge said this, which I this thing is so sweet. He said, everybody needs something positive in their life right now. And I can't think of anything more positive than to have this family come together. Notwithstanding everything that's going on, this is their time to celebrate, and I couldn't not be part of their special day. That's really nice. Uh, right, and it's funny you. because there were so many details in there with the names, and I'm like, oh, this is like what people do when they lie. They throw in all these ridiculous details to like, oh, it's totally true. I'd never make up all these amazing details, but it was totally true. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised I didn't hear about this, though. I'm surprised like Mark Hamill didn't like retweet it or something. Oh, Mark Hamill doesn't like anything related to children in Star Wars. Oh, that's right. He forgot right. about that when um, one of the White House uh, children dressed up as a stormtrooper, he ridiculed them and raked them over the coals. Like a true gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was definitely a strike. I think I think based on that experience, he doesn't make any comments about children having fun in Star Wars anymore. <laughs> that would be too, that would trigger too many people. <laughs> uh. So, all right, well, congratulations to Teeb. Yes, congratulations to me. I am the winner. I win. That means vegan is the loser. Yes, vegan. Sorry. Loses. We will have you back, though. Your punishment is you have to appear on the podcast again. Fine. Do all of the fakes. Maybe you feel afraid in the midst of the galactic pandemic, friends. What treatments might work? How can I stay safe? Do I really need to spend all my time watching the holiday special on repeat? I'm Elon Sleaze-Bagano, and I'm here to help in so many ways. You might know me as your friendly neighborhood death sticks salesman. You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. But I can be so much more during this pandemic. Did you know I'm a former medical student? It's true. I stole entire stockpiles of a miracle drug to stop the galactic pandemic from Coruscant Public Hospital. 
I've got stockpiles of this stuff. It's great. It can be yours for like uh, just a thousand credits a dose. What's that? Low on cash as the galactic lockdown and austerity measures have left you cash poor? Don't fret, my pet. I'll teach you how. With just common household cleaning products and a syringe, you too can stay safe. Read about it in my pamphlet, Death Sticks and You, Proto-Bleach Safety Injections. Remember, friends, your empire needs you. Stay safe, stay home, and stay dead. I just, uh, I think that character's so weird because he's like just a human with two bug antenna. Like, <laughs> it's like, what the hell yeah. designed this? Like, <laughs> Have you ever seen Ice Pirates? Ice? Ice Pirates? Long I or short A? Uh, yeah. Uh, vegan, have you seen Ice Pirates? Yes. <laughs> He's just saying on. yes because he doesn't want to get into a car. He's like my wife. Yes, I totally have done that and seen that. I don't want to have a 12-minute conversation about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought you said ass, not ice, so I was kind of worried that you forgot this is an all-ages show. Ass Pirates? <laughs> That's a totally different show. Yeah. <laughs> we will have to have an episode about Ice Pirates. I will I will write some content. Cool. But you will you will have had to watch it. So that will be the assignment. All so. right, very good. Very good. All right, gentlemen. Well, you know the the famous, the indefatigable, the immune Willie Bobo has posted another Twitter poll. Woohoo. And <laughs> this poll asks us uh, by the way, you can follow Willy Bobo at Faking Star Wars. Uh, which form of Star Wars media has been the most effective in keeping you sane and hopeful throughout this COVID-19 pandemic? And the choices are comics or novels, video games, films, or TV shows. And with May the 4th coinciding with this pandemic, you know, it's really increased, I think, people's interest in Star Wars. So uh, what do you think got number one vegan Comics, novels, video games, films, or TV? I think, I think TV shows, because that's that's more of a recent thing mm-hmm. that people are kind of attaching to in these hard times. What about you, Teep? I would. I'm gonna keep going with films. I think the classics are still are still pe- pulling uh, people in right now. A lot of people are like waking up at like two o'clock in the morning, thinking it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. They have no concept of time, and TBS and all these channels just kind of keep you know running all the star wars movies over and over and over again it's like it's like the harry potter of uh, of space yeah well it's been really close actually in this poll uh just by a wookie hair two and a half percent more of uh, films got 30 percent of the vote mm. and then tied for second were both video games and tv shows with 27.5 which is significant because this poll has gotten dozens and dozens of votes um, and then comics and novels were in last place. So I myself have spent most of the, uh, well, we'll get into this a little bit later as we talk about um, the main topic, which is hope in the time of coronavirus. But I myself have spent the last few weeks watching Clone Wars. So for me, it's been it's been TV shows. Well, What's, I happen to know a friend of mine that downloaded an old Star Wars game and has been playing it um, and trying to get all his other friends to play it, even though it's terrible. <laughs> Who might that have been? <laughs> I don't know. Some guy. He keeps texting me like 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, will you play this Star Wars game with me? It's on my game thing. and It's so much fun. You should come and have... And then like 10 minutes later, this game sucks. I hate this game. Why did I download it? Teeb is referring to Jedi Academy, which uh, somebody that I know downloaded for $20 on their Switch and promptly realized that it was a load of garbage. <laughs> like... So, but it has been about the Clone Wars. All about the Clone Wars. All about the Clone Wars. Yep. All right. 
Never heard of it. What, what was that, Vegan? Well, we were going to do a whole episode on the Clone Wars. Yeah, I thought that's originally what this was going to be until we had, you know, the, the, the Rones came and messed everything up. Yeah. The Rones. <laughs> uh, is, uh, is that about Palpatine or something? Or? <laughs> basically, basically. Galactic Faking News. All right, guys. Well, you know, it is a busy episode today uh, since we're, we've had a few weeks off. A lot of stuff going on in the galaxy. I'd like to take it out to Teeb Rontor, who has a Galactic Faking News exclusive for us. Teeb? Uh, yes, I, uh, I'm getting word about something. Uh, apparently, the Galactic Republic has just announced the banning of all Black Blaster Vine Coffee from Bolsavis. Uh, apparently, the name... Black Blaster was deemed too frightening for younglings. Uh, one wonders how many younglings have been exposed to such toxic nameology and marketing chicanery. But we have been informed that the lower-level Constable Corps made the decision after a female Twi'lek was detained for parading around a cantina brandishing a, a trigger warning for our listeners, Black Blaster. Uh, more news to follow as we've reached out to the Black Blaster Vine Coffee Corps. Back to you, Adupa. Teeb, was that Black Blaster made out of plastic? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I do have it on good authority that it was not an actual blaster, and if it had been an actual blaster, the stormtroopers wouldn't have been able to hit anything anyway, so it was kind of a moot point. Well, if it was made out of plastic, I can understand people's concern, because as you as you are no doubt aware, uh, you know, plastic it can get into the soil and can get into the water supply and stay there for thousands of years with microparticles and, and give people tumors and stupidity and all kinds of issues. Well, actually, uh, I haven't drunk uh, and had any black blaster vine coffee from Bolsavis in quite some time because it is actually pretty terrible hmm. but uh i love can, that like stuff said, what's that i love that stuff uh, you I drink would. it every morning have a huge bowel movement it cleans me right out it's perfect so it's a it's a black blaster of a different kind i guess more like a back <laughs> blaster what do you mean different kind isn't that isn't that what it supposed to be for huts it is uh, actually yes it is uh only for huts only for huts okay well uh thank you for the update team. i'm always here good thing i went and panic bought all those you got you hoarded 50 pounds of black blaster coffee in your uh in your um in your palace vegan i may or may not have i i'm i don't incriminate myself right right Okay, gentlemen. Well, you know, it has been a very trying time in the galaxy the last few weeks and months. If you've been on social media, people are kind of losing their bantha fooder. And we decided to dedicate this episode to hope. And, you know, we we are an optimistic bunch anyway in the in the uh, Star Wars studios, but we just thought we'd go, you know, double down on that. And so today is all about how Star Wars has offered us hope in the midst of this, you know, coronavirus galactic pandemic of epic proportions. And so, you know, we just wanted to take a minute and talk about how Star Wars has really helped you during this trying time. Uh, and so, you know, first of all, I'd like to just mention it's a little bit personal. Uh, I broke my uh, leg walking out, uh, you know, to my speeder uh, and I tripped over my own blaster. I guess I had had too much of the coffee 
and broke my leg. My armor did not help support it, and I actually had to get surgery at the Galactic Hospital. So I've actually been in recovery during this whole thing as well. So it's been a very trying time for me, both personally and professionally. But your own Team Ronter decided to send me a cheer-up gift, a Star Wars-themed uh, hero box. And, you know, I'm, I'm not outing him here to make him feel shy, but boy, oh boy, did that really bring some joy to this little Stormtrooper. It came, uh, you know, full of all kinds of goodies, T-shirt, a Stormtrooper hat, um, you know, all kinds of good stuff. And I'm actually wearing the T-shirt. I don't know if you can see it today. Um, and I'm just so thankful uh, that somebody out there in the galaxy saw fit to do something kind for his fellow Stormtrooper. So thank you, Teeb. I'd like to thank you. You are most welcome, Duper. I'm sorry I couldn't give you a new leg. <laughs> well, the Empire is in austerity right now, so they may have to amputate it nonetheless, but so far, so good. Well, had all those clones not been murdered by, you know, the dyad, we would have been able to get you, maybe, like, save you a leg from one of the clones, and we could have, like, shipped it to you, as long as you let it sit a few days outside to make sure that, you know, there was no rones on it. Let it ferment a bit so that, it, you know, my body's immune system wouldn't reject it when they sewed it on? Yes. Well, I could have just, you know, gotten a third leg. I mean... Well, pardon me, a fourth one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, but you're you're welcome, buddy. No, uh, we're all we're all. I hate to say, I'm not going to say we're all in this together, <laughs> but we are all on this show together, and we all, you know, we all have each other's backs. And I, when I heard what happened to you, I I wanted to do something for you, so to let you know that I was thinking about you, bud. Well, I know the fans have been just, you know, very concerned as well. And so I just want to let them know that we, we are doing okay here at Faking Star Wars, um, largely due to your own kindness uh, out there in the Twitterverse and in the fandom. Uh, the, the support has been relentless. Uh, my email server has crashed. And I uh, just wanted to thank everybody, actually, for that. Um, so it's the good side of fandom. I think maybe coronavirus, when you get infected, it turns on those nice, uh, friendly parts of your brain. So I would encourage everybody, if you do have coronavirus, go outside, find as many mean people as you can, and cough into their mouths. And, okay. <laughs> Faking Star Wars does not actually condone that action. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's been, you know, one of the very tangible things that Star Wars has done for me is helped the healing process in this uh, pandemic, but also uh, with my medical problem, the surgery and stuff that I had for my leg. Uh, what else? You know, uh, we've gotten a lot of news, and, and I, I'm like you guys. I think I just love to imbibe myself in in uh, in the latest news, and we've gotten some stuff this last week that came from down under uh, from New Zealand, both uh, Taika Watiti, who you may know as being the director of Thor and several other great low-budget films, and Thor Ragnarok, and he also directed the last episode of The Mandalorian this past year. Well, he has been slated as a writer-director for a future Star Wars film. He was actually as, in The Mandalorian. He was IG-88. He was the voice of IG as well. That's right. Yes. Oh. Uh, IG-11, sorry. IG-11. IG yeah. IG-69 sorry. would not be happy that we mixed up his family members. Well, they all <laughs> look the same to me. I'm sorry. Are you racist? <laughs> droidist. Yeah, droidist, yeah. Droidist. <laughs> um, and also, Tamura Morrison. Do you guys know who that is? Yes. Do tell, T. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like school, you know, where the teacher asks a yes or no question and then asks you to elaborate <laughs> to make sure that you're not lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I, Boba Fett, I thought. Boba Fett, yeah. What they're calling Boba Fett now. 
Yeah, Tamura played uh, Boba in Attack of the Clones, and so he's actually coming back, supposedly, to play Boba Fett in The Mandalorian. So all our guesses, if you listen to our other podcast that I do with Gem of the Hutt, The Mando Roundup, where I, th- I theorized and strongly predicted, I strongly predicted that Boba Fett would be back, um, it looks like that's coming true. So I won the bet. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. You don't feel um, good about that, huh, they do it. I have to see how they do it. Hmm. What if he comes back and he's like half eaten? And it's like, you know, you had to, like, get cyborg attachments put on him and stuff. Okay, something. It's got to be something like that. If you've read the comics, uh, he's basically like like the Invisible Man kind of thing, like where he's, like, all covered in bandages, and he's, like, gross under all his bandages, and he has to have (laughs) his bandages changed, and he's got, like, pus coming out of him and stuff like that. So if something like that. He comes back as a bowl of Sarlacc diarrhea. <laughs> he has Drinking to that voice black the, vine a coffee? bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> what if I didn't survive? <laughs> I'm worth a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Tamora Morris, he's the kid then. You're saying that's the kid? No, he's he played... The Boba. So he played Django. Sorry, Django. Django. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, that's what right. I thought it was. That's why I was getting confused. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't they get the kid? The kid is like our age now. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why. Because he's a bad I mean, actor. He's not old enough, right? Because he's a bad actor. Well, he's yeah, he's a bad actor as well. So. That's what you get when you say you don't want to come on our podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's right. He refused. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? He's gonna uh, come back on a sweet rascal like little Scooter. <laughs> don't talk about scooters because that makes me think about how the there's not going to be any any uh convention because last year we got like kicked out for stealing all the scooters and everything and now they're going to cancel the convention yeah teep had that millennium Trigger. falcon bird scooter he got into an altercation with johnny law there in shy town i still ate better than all you clowns in space jail yeah what do you think uh what do you think vegan about taika watiti writing a star wars film and directing them You know, I'm, I, I actually do like him. I like his work. Um, Thor Ragnarok, it was pretty dang good. Um, wasn't my favorite, but I did like it. But he did Blasphemy. help um, on what we do in the shadows. If you, have you ever seen that film? He's the director I've, of that film, isn't uh, he? Yeah, he he created it. I watched the movie. Uh, he also does this, he, the series. The series is fantastic. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I've heard rave reviews. I thought it was him and Jermaine. Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords was the co-conspirator there, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the series. Yes. I watch it all the time. Uh, big fan, big fan. I I love blood sucking. Uh, you know, life draining characters like myself. Colin Robinson. <laughs> you were basically the Colin Robinson of the podcast, so that makes sense. You know, Teeb, the coronavirus connects to the cells. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's Colin Robinson us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I couldn't be more thrilled with Taika Watiti as a Star Wars director. I think he's gonna bring some freshness to the to the thing, but you know, he, he definitely knows how to walk the line of injecting humor and keeping things serious. The um, the episode that he directed was definitely the best one, I think, of the eight. 
and and he's he's a very creative person. It's going to be really interesting to see what he comes up with. He's I really good. I agree. Yeah. I'm hoping for sheep in Star Wars for the first time. Sheep? Yeah, you know, he is from New Zealand. There's ten times the population of sheep <laughs> as there are people, so no doubt there will be sheep in Star Wars now. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Space sheep? What what kind of sheep would they have? Are those nerfs? What 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 what's a what's a sheep in Star Wars? Lightsaber wielding Jedi, I guess, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Taika Waititi, however you say his name, I think he's uh he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Uh entertainer i still have not seen jojo rabbit so no spoilers but i'm pretty sure the nazis lose got a lot of hope in this uh future for star wars now with this announcement and you know one of the other things uh you know we've got some new news coming with with some properties mandalorian Mm. is in full force uh the future looks very bright for star wars fans um but on the other side, you know, just being able to entertain ourselves and, and conquer the dismay caused by the coronavirus, a lot of fans were doing May the 4th marathons. Did you uh, read any Twitter feeds of anybody who uh, egotistically, like, you know, kind of gave you a running commentary of what their eyeballs were looking at on May the 4th? I did not. I was too busy doing, uh, getting fruit. Sorry, you're too busy getting fruit? Yes, I was collecting fruit and fishing and uh, getting fossils for an owl. <laughs> That's your chosen May the 4th activity? To get fossils for an owl? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I did take a picture with my, my, my stick, my green stick. <laughs> what would you marathon if you had, Teeb? Uh, actually, I would have marathoned the, the OG, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. But I am a purist, and I get really upset when I see like TBS or TNT or one of these T channels, and they put out the the you know improved version. I want to see the original version. I want to see old crusty Anakin, you know, not Hayden Boyband Christensen mm. at the end when they're Force ghosts. I, I I don't like. And oh my God, the end with the the Ewok music there's a scene when they when they're hitting the drums and the there doesn't even make a noise because they they it's out of sync with the new ending the new ending music we talked about how bad and i i saw today somebody posted on on twitter today today and they've come around and they actually like the john williams version better than the ewok version and i had to unfollow that guy today i would have coughed in his mouth (laughs) giving him the roans yeah I had aronified him. Well, what did Vegan do on May 4th? He was, he oh, was, yeah, what did he, you he do? Got, he, he got out of having to tell you his embarrassing truth. That's right. Yeah, Vegan, what did you do <laughs> on May the 4th truth? To, to, yeah. to spark your Star Wars joy? You're the spark that will light the fire, that will burn the First Order down, that will stop the Sith, that will destroy the Order 66 of Order Second 2 of the final order of the Second Order of Ray Palpatine. Yes. That, uh, that's definitely, uh, that was definitely on my agenda. Uh, I did, I, I actually requested off work for, uh, May the 4th, um, so I could drink into, uh, Re- Revenge of the 5th. Um, very good, very good. So it was all pretty much a blur. Um, did you drink I fermented rem- almond milk? Fermented almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because the soy is too 
it's it's too um it has too much estrogen <laughs> in it I, I can't uh, drink too much of that right right and when it ferments it leaves this like ring around your bathtub at the end too i've heard <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um well my bathtub's pretty big so okay I, it's more like it's more what uh humans would call swimming pool but I, it's a bathtub for me vegan the hut is the only man in filth? the galaxy who uses a mop to clean his bathtub oh <laughs> yes t but I, I do swim around in my own filth um in fact, when I woke up on the 5th, um, I had evacuated all of my bowels in into my tub. And um, it, if you took an aerial drone shot of me, you, you probably couldn't defi- uh, differentiate me between uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> I see you had a great like, May the Fourth, uh, really vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Just a this is a big blaster of a time, a black blaster of a time. Cool, cool. Um, Our new sponsors are Black Blaster Vine Coffee. <laughs> yeah, um, I uh, I I have a uh, somebody who I follow on Instagram. I think I mentioned it before. Um, it's force of light on Instagram force underscore of underscore light. And, um, they're, uh, a f- action figure toy, um, a photographer and they have been spending their Corona time, uh, perfecting their craft of, of taking photos and man, have they stepped up their game. It is quite amazing to see their shots now and um you know their their whole tagline for uh their their instagram uh page is that light shines in the darkness Mm. and you know every time i think about that and i see you know their shots it just it it's inspiring to see how other people can um you know make positive uh out of the, the more time that they have. Um, unlike me, which I've just been doing absolutely nothing. Uh, sitting special. in a swimming pool of your own filth. Yes, exactly. I'm yes. on here now, and this picture they took, uh, it's the second picture on the in, the force underscore of underscore light Instagram. It's the Yoda moving the X-Wing yes. uh, on Dagobah. And man, oh man, if this is not professional, wow. Uh, everything is in like a very soft bokeh focus. Like if you know what bokeh means, it's the area of a photo that's not in focus. Um, and then everything just converges right on Yoda with his hand up. The X-Wing in the background, there's some smoke. R2 is in a very soft focus in the front. Man, this is a really cool shot. It yeah. is. I'm missing uh, that right now. Yeah, it, it really is. They've done some uh, behind-the-scenes uh, daily videos on their Instagram, too. So you kind of get to see um, how they did it. And actually, they started a YouTube channel, actually, with, with that shot in particular. And uh, it's quite quite interesting to see the creative process um, to watch them uh, create this shot. And it's actually not – it doesn't look like that at all. Um, everything is kind of layered in a long, like they're really far away. Shot. Like in the in the in the picture that looks very compressed in the foreground, the right. cent- the midground, and the background. But you're saying that it was like really far apart, actually. 
Yeah, it was it was quite a distance. I mean, I, I think Luke and and uh, um, R two were were relatively close to R uh, to Yoda, but the tree, the trees, and the the X wing are actually not where you th- where you would think. So pretty very interesting. cool. Very cool. All right. So it's just been it's just been kind of cool to see how somebody can turn, you know, the extra time that they have um, during this time and brighten somebody's day by by taking some pretty pretty damn cool shots. If my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now it's time for a phone call with Darth Jar Jar and Kathleen Kennedy, written by Brennan McMahon. Follow him at Real Darth Jar Jar. Welcome to Miso Interview! Thanks, Jar Jar. I hope you're going to be gentle, aren't you? As gentle as Luke with a female, Salad Siren and Octo. So, we say beginning. What did Georgia do to you, sir? For you, sir? To do the hisa. What a yusa did the hisa. That was fast. I didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. Hisa not said do anything. Nisa point exactly. Hisa not said do anything, but giving yusa a shot at the title. And the firstest thing in yusa do when yusa take the reins is kick a hisa in the moof milker. I don't follow. Misa think Yusa do follow in Kathleen. Hisa show Yusa and Yusa saga terrorists JJ and Ryan himsa outline per episode 7 to 9. And Yusa un Disney white slavers ignoring Hisa. Like in Heapsa with stupid Tripio droid. He showed us some options, but we went another way. Yeah. Into the dumpster, which then catching on fire. Hey, Solo is pretty good. Dump? And what about the Force Awakens? Stir? The Last Jedi? Fire! The Rise of Skywalker? Un Misa, we'd like asking you, sir, about Nri's identity theft and problem. Well, I, um... But uh, no one believing she's a Skywalker anyway. Because everyone knows no Skywalker living on Tatooine because these are all hating the sand. I'd like to say that Yusa sorry, and Yusa gonna resign in from Lucasfilm. Okay, then. Always great to hear from Real Darth Jar Jar on Twitter. That's at Real Darth Jar Jar. Thank you for the writing duties on that one, Brennan. Hopefully, uh, we'll hear more from Darth Jar Jar in the future. Yeah, so there's, you know, just all kinds of different things, reasons to be hopeful out there. So, you know, if you're listening, if you're a Star Wars fan who's locked down in your home, uh, feeling a bit dismal and blue, uh, you know, don't give in. Don't give in to hate. There's a lot you can live for. Um, there's just there's just so many ways to occupy your mind and time, and we here at Faking Star Wars hope that we can help you in some small measure. I actually was listening back to some of the episodes we recorded like three years ago because uh, I was a little bit bored, and my goodness, if we are not just a fantastic podcast, I, I you know I, I hesitate to even say we we may 
be the best there has ever been. Well, we're definitely the best parody Star Wars podcasts in the galaxy, without a doubt. Here, here. Yeah. No, but it is nice to be able to come back and do this because uh, it just even to just take your mind off of it. Like I am so sick and tired of seeing commercials, the same commercial. It could be for anything. It could be from you know uh, the the depositories or suppositories or or cars or lawyers or, bathtub or cleaning whatever. Services. And it's all the same. It's all the same. It's we're all in this together. We you know we're all together. And I'm I'm over it. Come up with some new content. I actually like the progressive commercial that I saw recently, which was really funny. I'd give them a shout out. They they did a good job because they kind of made fun of the of that bit a little bit. But yeah, there's that's the thing. Make people laugh. I think if you can make somebody laugh at all, especially right now, that is what's important. And you this never helps. let a good crisis go to waste, as they say in the political realm. And uh, you got to try to economize and and somehow market yourself to to people. Uh, you know, because you're uh, you're limited as a business now. So that's why we here at Faking Star Wars are inviting people to buy those masks on bit.ly slash merch. Please buy a hundred of them, because if you don't, we're going to have to release the Russian trolls trapped in the basement. No, oh, we haven't feverishly making those down there, but we're not supposed to tell people that. Wait, you guys have Russian trolls in the basement? Uh, what do you, you think all the screaming has been? We have Anthony Fauci down there testing them for a COVID-19 uh, vaccine. They're going to use their Can blood to save the world, and then faking Star Wars will really rise to the top. Yes. Can I buy one? I need I need a new slave. <laughs> Mine died in the pool last week. Your Kowakian oh, monkey lizard got drowned in your own feces? Hey, vegan? <laughs> That's a horrible way to go. <laughs> I can't even think of a worse way to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I guess another bad way to go would be watching one of your friends being slowly pit roasted in front of you <laughs> while oh, you're in, the in a wet market. Was that in uh, episode one or two? I can't remember. That was in episode one of The Mandalorian. Mm, so grotesque. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Disney is just like, yeah, we're going like old yeller on this one. <laughs> oh, hey, I have to mention this. You know, like I was never a big Clone Wars fan, but it has really filled me with joy. I kind of put it on in the background at night and like scope social media while I watch it. Some episodes are better than others. Um, but man, if that Ahsoka Tano is not, you know, is it is it illegal to be attracted to a 15-year-old cartoon? Yes. Yes, Just as I'm long as sure I don't send her text messages and offer her leaks, right? Then I'm okay. Now, if the actress is 15, yes, that's wrong. If the character is 15, that's, that's still bad, but you won't go to space jail. You're just going to be on the creepy list for the rest of your life like that. He who, sh- he sh- he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named. That whole incident really filled me with happiness, just getting to track that. I mean, I'm like, who lays themselves out there like that on social media? Uh, just in this day and age, it, it it's beyond me that anyone would just um, put themselves in the situation even where they could be accused of that. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. Anyway, but that Ahsoka Tano, man, she is one spicy kitten. And I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the live-action version of her because she'll be just a little bit older, possibly. And she doesn't have those Jedi romance restrictions anymore, from what I understand, because I got up to the episode in Season 6 where she leaves the Order. So that means she's free and on the market, from what I understand. Okay, I have not watched any of the Clone Wars, so... Ah. Thanks for spoiling it. Yeah, thanks for that. (laughs) 
But I will say this. I have actually, because I know there are, there are people out there that like to spoil things without thinking, uh, that I actually want to watch the last episode because everybody keeps like posting images and things. And I'm like, I want to just watch the last episode, get that, and then determine if I want to watch the Clone Wars from that. I, I have too much I have too much fruit gathering going on right now. I don't have time to watch the Clone Wars, okay? Hmm. But I want to watch the last one because everybody seems to think it was like amazing. And I've always thought that I'm assuming that Anakin and Ahsoka have some kind of moment because that's really what would make it that's what would draw me in because <clears throat> I've always thought that that character was was very uh, annoying at first but then she grew she grows on you because I did start watching I did start re- watching the first season so we've like watched the first season but I guess there's like seven seasons now or something that's why I'm like oh god well, that's kind of how I was. I've literally watched the entire thing from start to finish up to I'm getting up to season seven um, during this pandemic. I had seen maybe 20 episodes of it, mm-hmm. like scattered here and there, and it never really grabbed me. Uh, but I would say like one in five episodes uh, is really good. Like yes. where it's like, yeah. man, this is really killer. And then you get the odd weird ones where Jar Jar's making out with some duck-billed platypus or some crap like that. Well, I saw the one where the, the, the Jedi, Jedi Jar Jar... I watched that. I think that was like the last one that I watched. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't watch any more of this crap. Yeah. Where he's basically running around and accidentally like saving the day left and right. And it's just kind of like, it was actually pretty good. But if you don't like Jar Jar, you're not going to like that episode at all. Because it's very Jar Jar. What do you think they're going to do with Ahsoka in The Mandalorian? Is she going to somehow be involved with Boba Fett? Is she going to be helping The Mandalorian or, or a foe of some kind? Given her Jedi training, maybe she goes goes to task with um, what's his name, um, Giancarlo Esposito's character, Moff Gideon. Because she would have familiar familiarity with the dark saber. Maybe they get it on. I can see Ren. Uh, oh God, what's her name? She's like my favorite. Oh God, from Rebels. Oh, I'm drawing a blank right now. She's she's a Mandalorian. I Is could see her Sativ being in the Mandalorian. Sateem Sabine Wren. Sabine Wren, yeah. yeah. I could see Sabine being in the Mandalorian, and it would make a lot more sense than having Ahsoka Tano in the Mandalorian. Hmm. Um, especially the Darksaber, because the Darksaber is wielded by Sabine Wren in Rebels. And now all of a sudden Moff Gideon has it. And, oh, yeah, that's after the Empire has been defeated. So how the hell did he, one, get it, and how does he still have it after the Empire has fallen? So there's a lot of questions there, but Ahsoka Tano, that, Ahsoka Tano is like she's just hot. I'm yeah, sorry. I agree. I think I that, agree. I think so she, you're saying it's okay that I'm attracted to a cartoon? I like to hear that. So that well, she's gonna be played by Rosario like, Dawson. Rosario Dawson is not a teen, right? Isn't this no. gonna be Rosario Dawson? Yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah. Well, that that dark saber that must be like the most contagious fomite in the whole Star Wars world now. I mean, it's been touched by 16 million different characters. That's probably how you know we've ended up with this coronavirus pandemic to begin with. I blame Dave Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy for setting this all up. It's probably some dark conspiracy. Oh God. Bastards. Get us all into our houses so that we all subscribe to Disney Plus, and then they're going to release a vaccine that you can only buy at Disney World uh, theme lands. Oh, by the way, how come nobody's talking about the fact that aliens exist now? Oh, Star Wars is real. Yeah. That gave uh, me joy. 
Yeah, that was like the coolest thing. And I'm like, the fact that the, the cool- Navy is just is like, the yep, there's UFOs. <laughs> Ahoy, mate, there's UFOs. <laughs> I actually saw that footage um, two months before it became public, technically publicly accessible, I guess you would say. It was on this show called Mysteries Decoded out of Canada. And the person that released it. You could tell that they were like, uh, I'm not really supposed to be showing this. And then, like, two months later, the Pentagon was like, eh, I guess we have to release it now. So I think that's mm. why you're, you you got to see it is because it was already released and they couldn't they couldn't keep uh, the, the wraps on it anymore. So that makes me wonder what other stuff they have that they haven't shown us. I, I, you know, it's funny because we I've always known that there's aliens. It doesn't – there's just no way that there's not. Um Maybe Ahsoka Tano's in one of those UFOs. Now I'm going to tell your wife the the <laughs> look. Make sure that you don't want to buy like a, a really high powered telescope or something. Ahsoka, are you out there? <laughs> Come abduct me! <laughs> I'm like hobbling out to the backyard on my crutches, like falling in the mud. You know, like cooking up my telescope, looking for her out there. You know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like come it's gonna be me. A, it's going to be the 2020 version of Back Window. Oh God! <laughs> I'm not familiar with, with back window. Duper and... Instead of rear window, yeah, I get it. Rear window, rear window yeah, yeah. Is that what you meant? Rear window? <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Is that uh, is it rear window? Yeah, it's rear yeah, window. It's rear window. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. I thought well, you were we going, know what you said. He's going mind. somewhere good with this back window. All right, come on, keep yeah. it going, keep it going. <laughs> Cop copyright we can't say rear window right, right. disney, disney has all... that copyrighted along with the words may and for and everything else related to anything you want to say about star wars oh god did you see that they got they got trolled so hard on twitter disney did did you see that i saw a I few saw of them i didn't see some of the juicy good ones though probably um yeah some of them were very nsfw <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny i can't you believe that this, that vegan? that's incredibly about credulous this? about that team yeah, did you hear about it, Vegan? I heard about it, yeah. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure. All right, yeah. I want to make sure our, our listeners knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Disney tried to patent May the 4th, is that right? Yeah, kind of like when uh, SEAL Team 6, it was the same kind of thing where, and the government's like, you can't patent, or you can't co- copyright SEAL Team 6, G, you know, go pounce in, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so May the fourth, uh, yeah, they were they were basically saying that you can use this hashtag, but be advised, Disney can own will own all the content or something to that effect. And so people were right. posting just really bad stuff, uh, yeah, with that hashtag saying, "Hey Disney, you you can own this or something like that." And it was just like, yeah, but transgressive behavior. Yeah, I got some weird email from Disney actually. Uh, yesterday about their new legal use rights or something like that nothing to do with the show just something i think with my other my other life that i do my other film film thing that i do uh so it was interesting well one more thing that i thought was a lot of fun during uh this corona time people have been posting a lot of uh twitter and instagram and facebook star wars games like you have five dollars to spend on so many characters four dollars to spend on so many characters and you have a total of fifteen dollars and you have to yes. buy like your entourage um and yes. then another one i came across a couple days ago was from at mentor skywalker which was basically a word search and it said the first three names that you see 
are the Star Wars characters that you are in quarantine with. So, guys, if you can take a look at that word search, I'd like to see uh, who we end up quarantined with. Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka Tano, and Sabine Wren. (laughs) I don't think Ahsoka's on here twice, is she? Ooh, Porkins. No, actually, mine is, if I'm being honest, it's the Schwartz, Han Solo, uh, Hmm. Obi-Wan. Okay. The Schwartz, Han Solo, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Porkins? Job of the Hut, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and Boba Fett. Nice. Very nice. cool. Crispy. Well, between Porkins, Jabba, and Boba Fett, they're all going to be fighting over Boba Fett's mask, I think, in quarantine. <laughs> I like his chances against Porkins and Jabba. I think he spelled Jabba wrong, though. So whoever made this yes. word search is garbage. They're a garbage person. <laughs> well, I ended up quarantined they with sure uh, Ray, uh, Snoke, and Mace Windu, which sounds like a really, really bad porn parody. <laughs> oh, yeah. With that gold robe. Hey, Skywalkers, what's going on? To, to be hey. fair, anything quarantined with Snoke or Mace Windu, it, there's going to be some sexual undertones, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of sexual undertones, uh, didn't we um, like see some quiz or something like that? Some quiz show on YouTube that we were... Uh, we were having Oh, fun yeah, life. I totally forgot to mention that. We were going to talk about that. Um, yeah, the whole crew from Faking Star Wars took part in an online YouTube quiz, which was just great fun. Um, the quiz is put out by a guy from Leeds, so he speaks in a different accent that is very difficult to understand. And it's Beyond the Box Set. So uh, at Beyond the Box Set, we want to give a big shout-out to him uh, for running that quiz and letting us basically crash his DMs on YouTube, we completely destroyed any concept of it having any integrity whatsoever, especially Willy Bobo. That's what he likes to do. But boy, oh boy, was it a lot of fun. Um, how, what, how many points did you get in that quiz there, Teeb? I got all the points. Oh, you didn't miss any. See, I, I missed two questions out of 40, and I ended up with a collective 46 points, I think, with a possible 48. Yeah, actually, if I'm being honest, I was I was working at my real job, and then some crazy person texted me and said, "You have to get on." And so I got on. I didn't know what the hell was going on, so I just kept chatting. I I joined so late that I didn't get to play the quiz, so I didn't I didn't actually play in the quiz. But I will be playing their Harry Potter quiz unless I missed that. I might have missed that already. Damn. A lot of thanks to him uh, over there in Leeds for doing that. That's at at Beyond the the Box Set. And for taking a lot of heat and banter from us as well. We really appreciate it. But if you you have some time, he's doing these on YouTube regularly. They're live quizzes. They're free, of course. Um, And it's a small crew, you know. I think there were maybe about 20 people that did ours. And very simple, very fun. So a a good way to spend your quarantine time. Definitely. Every day in the galaxy, thousands of Rancors suffer from neglect and cruel treatment. Some were rescued last year, but hundreds of others help came too late. Chuba, I'm Vegan the Hut. Will you help offer sanctuary for a helpless Rancor? Every day, innocent Rancors are abused and malnourished due to COVID-19. Call 1-900-MULIRA with a monthly gift right now. For only 25,000 whoopee whoopee a month, only 834 a day, 
You'll help rescue Rancors from neglect and provide food, comfortable pits, and of course, love. Call or join us at fakingstarwars.net in the next 30 minutes and you'll receive a welcome kit with a photo of a Rancor right now. One that's been given a second chance thanks to you. Right now, there's a Rancor who needs you. Your donation now says, I'm here to help. So I have one last question. Wanta de Mulira. Please call right now. Well, gentlemen, uh, you know, our quarantine episode, unfortunately, has come to an end. Teeb, tell the listeners where they can find us. You can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at HTTP colon forward slash forward slash Facebook dot com forward slash real Faking Star Wars. You were so specific. If I you thought want... you were going to spell it like F A C E B O. Oh my god, okay. I wouldn't do that even. Uh, that's too much for me. I I would quit. <laughs> if you want to submit a question for us on Twitter, use the hashtag FSW Radio, and we may read it next time. You can also get official faking Star Wars t-shirts and other great gear like mugs and doormats and pillows and coronavirus masks at bit.ly slash FSWMerch. And go ahead and follow me on Twitter at StormDuper. I'm looking to double my followers in the next month. To six. I'm at VeganTheHut. And you can follow me at TeebRontor. That's T-E-E-B-R-O-N-T-R. And you can follow FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well at FSW Radio. Liking what you hear? Wanting to support and what we doing? Well, you can visit patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. Everyone's got some stimulus money laying around somewhere, right? You not only support us fakers financially to keep making some great, hilarious content that you love, but you'll get a fantastic reward just for as little as a buck a month. Be like Darth Taxis and Keith Harmon who support us at the Fake Jedi Night level. That's right. And, uh, you know, they have a promotion going right now that if you join in the next 90 seconds i personally will show up at your house and inject your neck with ble- with bleach that, that that that's not a good incentive i don't want that <laughs> can it be hydrochloricolon clachlorian midichlorians ha now now wanna, you're talking if you want to buy some hydrochloric size <laughs> you can also donate to the save the rancor donation oh that's true really yes. if you have some extra pennies uh, or credits <laughs> so have you written us a review yet if not please consider giving us a five-star review on itunes Podchaser, or your podcast platform of choice it really helps us get some visibility when people search for star wars on their podcast app if you write a funny review we may even read it on an upcoming episode and one more thing before we go we want to invite you to join the fsw discord server it's a free online chat room full of fakers discussing star wars other nerd culture topics and even playing some games the link is bit.ly forward slash FSW Discord. And make sure you use FSW in caps. It is a great channel, that Discord. It's always active. Uh, you know, we have we have people all over the world, so time zones be damned. Um, I tune in there whenever I can. Uh, occasionally I do. Um, and it has become a thing of its own, actually. So. We should ask some people to give us some uh, listener mail then. Yes, yes, we should. But those people are illiterate. They only use the Discord by posting images. It's just constant GIF images back and forth, back and forth. Oh, we could do like a 20-minute dissertation on a GIF image. 
There we go. <laughs> <clears throat> What's a gif? Uh, you guys talking about a gif? Gif, no. gif, yes. Jiffy, it's a jiffy gif. peanut butter, I think. If you add a T you, to it, you it make a picture a out of peanut butter, uh, vegan. It's like a, it's like a new computer thing. Ah, uh, oh. pixels. Oh. Interesting. Mm. As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, infectious diseases, and satire. Thanks to all of you, our followers, for listening in this time of global pandemic, lockdown, and pizza. May the foe be with you. See you next time. Remember, we're all in this together. <laughs> oh, God. Except for, <laughs> except for Vegan the Hut. He's all by himself in his feces in a swimming pool. <laughs> hey, I'm, I've been social distancing for a long time. <laughs> Not, not In by my choice. Palace, even. <laughs> I don't have to worry about being close to anybody, <laughs> yeah. and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm.